Do you know what a wannapreneur is? I hate to say it, but I would say I was a wannapreneur for a long time. A wannapreneur is someone who says they want success, says they want to build the business, says they want to grow, but doesn't take enough action. Notice I didn't say any action, although in some cases that's true, but enough action towards making that business a reality. If you're wondering how to go from wannapreneur to entrepreneur and actually taste sweet, sweet success, keep on listening. Welcome to the I Heart Chocolate Podcast, a space where chasing dreams and indulging in chocolate is celebrated, where it's okay to walk the abnormal path, break tradition, and pursue your own true happiness. A space where you can gain encouragement, inspiration, and confidence to go out there and become the best chocolatier you possibly can be. I'm your host, Tina Codinha, and I know what it is to be chocolate crazy. Like you truly feel called to do this, as if a light suddenly went on and all arrows point to chocolate. I've had the honor of working under some of the best chocolatiers in the industry, and all the while have dedicated my free time toward bettering my craft at home. I'm a wife, a mother, founder of Codinha Chocolate and Codinha Chocolate Mentorship, which I proudly run with my amazing, talented husband, Bruno. Chocolate is so much in my blood, I couldn't live without it. It's been the wildest journey thus far, and my hope is that this inspires you to keep on keeping on and believe that you can do this too, because the truth is, yes, you can. You really, truly can. So consider me your new chocolate friend, constantly cheering you on because I'm right there with you, and let's dive in. Hey, 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 chocolate friends, happy Friday. So I want to talk about something that is such a huge topic and I think one that scares a lot of people and that is business. Dun dun dun. You know, I definitely was one who always said I wanted to have my own business, but I always was one who also used to say that when it comes to business things, I find it very much over my head. I can't tell you how many business books I've bought over the last 10 plus years, how many self-help books, how many times I've reached out to other successful people in this industry to ask the simplest questions or to flat out ask how they set up their business. And yet, even with doing all of that, I still never went all in. I mean, yeah, I did some events. I did chocolate on the side for over 10 years. But to be truly vulnerable to business and truly go out there to learn more about it, I never fully risked as much as I ever did in the last year and probably why I never experienced as much success either. The key thing I learned was that entrepreneurship is constantly solving problems over and over again. It's not a straight line, right? It's a forever messy one with constant ups and downs from, woohoo, I'm doing this, to, oh crap, why is this happening? To, all right, all right, gain my stride back, we are doing this again, to, dope, what the heck is that? How the heck do I solve this? To woohoo, money, 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 money. To I have to spend how much for what? To I am never gonna stop, never gonna quit, gonna do it, gonna do it. <laughs> Constantly learning things as you go. Constantly, especially initially, feeling like you're drowning because it's just all so much, right? Oh my gosh, if you haven't broken down, are you really seriously an entrepreneur? But like, really though? Really though? (laughs) Do you relate to this? Do you find yourself with your head spinning at the thought of what's to come next, wondering how to turn your chocolate passion into an actual business? Well, I want to invite you to join me August 8th for a free workshop discussing this very topic. 
It is called Passion to Biz 101, where I will be sharing with you some things I learned in order for this transition to happen for myself and in order for our business, Godinia Chocolate, to be profitable. If you would like to attend this workshop, please send me a DM on Instagram at Codinia Chocolate and I will send you the Zoom link. August 8th, 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So save the date, send me a DM to RSVP, and you are officially invited. So to get back on topic, the other thing about chocolate entrepreneurship is you have to embrace all aspects of business. You have to especially understand sales, the language of sales. You have to understand how to build customer relationships. You have to know how to grow your audience. You have to have a plan for your business. You have to know how to create a stellar product time and time again and how distribution is going to go. You have to be willing to invest. I am not shy to say this, but uh, when it came to Godinia Chocolate, there was something different about this chocolate venture compared to my side hustle as a chocolate lady. It took 10 years for Godinia Chocolate to be born. I say that because, again, even when I had the chocolate lady the entire time of my career, I was still in my learning stages about everything. I purposely sought out every single chef I worked for, not just because of their talent, but because of their business structure as well. So I sought off all different types of chocolate businesses, large factory that produces chocolate for 10 stores, small luxury chocolate boutique in Beverly Hills, wholesale chocolate, chocolate school, mass production and luxury hotels. You get a taste for how things are run and you start to see firsthand just how much goes into the business side when you enter all these different arenas. And I also got to see the mistakes too, which were very, very important and personally have saved me thousands of dollars to not make the same ones. Of course, along the way, I will admit that I committed my fair share of mistakes as well. I invested in pop-up events that brought me back hardly any return. I collaborated with other businesses that on paper seemed like a pretty cool business deal, but then again, in the end, didn't really benefit me at all. I think that one of the first things you need to know when you decide to start a true business, start with the very basic thing. What is your vision, your vision? In as much detail as possible, write down what you want for yourself. Truly, what does your ideal business look like? When you have something to work toward, it becomes easier to break down into steps how to get there. If you're just winging it, then you're wasting precious time and money. So tip number one on becoming a successful chocpreneur, have a vision and get super focused on it. Tip number two, get set up right from the start. For whatever reason, fear, lack of funds, laziness, the logistics of setting up a business are not the difficult part. It's tedious. It's a lot of paperwork for sure. There's a lot of due diligence on your part to undergo and make sure you're complying and applying all proper permits, business tax certificates, seller's permits, coding, etc, etc. But this is all information that you can find with your handy dandy friend, Google. I know that sometimes all this information is overwhelming because the internet is so big. But seriously, just look into your local small business administration or your business bureau. Find a contact number or email and start reaching out. You can't possibly start to build a business if you don't know what to expect in terms of structuring yourself. Plus, I've said this in an Instagram post before, but if you're too scared or lazy to go through the proper channels of doing the paperwork and legal aspects of setting up your business, then you're not taking it seriously enough. Running an Instagram-only based business relying on cash apps is not going to cut it either, my friend. 
But seriously though, maybe if absolutely you have no funds available whatsoever? Okay, maybe. But you need to start thinking of business as a big deal because it is a big deal and you need to take it seriously, which means you are going to cover yourself and your business just in case a legal issue does occur. Proper protocols, legal setups, all that jazz. As one of my mentors always says, are you a little girl with a business or are you a businesswoman? Step up to the plate. Entrepreneurship requires you to be the latter. Hey, chocolate friend, do you ever dream about what it'd be like working with chocolate? Are you curious about this industry and find yourself scrolling through social media, watching every tutorial possible, or just plain wondering how the heck to get started? Are you a chocolatepreneur struggling to grow your business? Enter Codinia Chocolate Mentorship, a mentorship program unlike any other because not only is it an ongoing education program where my hubby Bruno and I teach you the fundamentals of chocolate making, but it's also a space where we dive deep into what exactly it takes to be a successful chocolatier. I'm talking mindset, sales strategies, product development, and more. In our program, you will have the chance to interact through live group courses, receive one-on-one coaching sessions, and join our private Facebook group for further support. We want to help you succeed and truly live a life doing what you love. Because guess what? It is possible. If you have grit, and determination, and most importantly, believe that this chocolate dream is for you, we want to work with you. The dream of becoming a successful chocolatier can truly become your reality. So, I just have one last question. Are you ready to raise the roof on your chocolate confidence and experience an amazing transformation, chocolate friend? That's a long amazing, that's a long amazing. Think about that. Head on over to www.codiniachocolatementorship.com forward slash apply to schedule your complimentary strategy call. And let's make your chocolate journey one to remember, right? All right, back to our podcast. Tip number three. As discussed briefly prior, the key difference between a wannabe chocolatier and a successful one is the ability to know sales, sales and marketing. This is something I hardly ever see other chocolatiers talk about. And it's something we sought out a coach actually to learn more about because no business can survive without revenue, without profit, and profit comes from sales. You can have your kitchen all in order. You can have an amazing product line. You can have a huge Instagram following if you're all about that vanity metric. But if you're not able to get customers consistently, then how the heck are you actually able to have a business, right? This is the part that entrepreneurs freak out about and try desperately to figure out, as one should. You need to find out what your market is, what your ideal customer looks like, what products and how many products you need to sell each month to keep you afloat. You have to get deep in the numbers and plan your production schedule ahead of time to prepare for the upcoming holiday season. The bulk of chocolatiers make the majority of their money during the holidays. So you need to figure out just how much you need to make to keep you going when the warmer months come in and business starts to slow down. This last part in itself takes a lot. It is never ending actually, and I've said this before, but having a stellar product is just simply not enough. You know, I am very sad to admit this, but this is a true story, true story once again. Uh, Back when I had the Chocolate Lady, I joined this craft fair in Las Vegas. It was the Chocolate Lady's first public appearance. And I joined blindly, to be honest, because I didn't do all that much research on the fair itself or what kind of crowd it attracted. 
I was a new mom trying to get back into chocolates and I figured I needed to make the chocolate lady known since I had no plans of returning to my crummy corporate job where managers were treating me horribly. So I spent nearly two grand for this event between materials, chocolate, ingredients, marketing, etc. And I made back a mere hundred something dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Killed myself for this. If you remember, I shared before that my arms went numb in a previous podcast because I was pushing my body to the limit between chocolates and pumping and being a new mom. Yeah, all of the things. That was for this event. And I came back negative, like way, way, way negative. And it sucked. I, I mean, the fair had tons of people, but they were tons of the wrong types of people for my product. Lesson learned, expensive, but lesson learned nonetheless. I want to share with you also on the flip side of that, another example. So I always did pop-ups back in LA, even when I lived in Vegas. I had always pictured returning home to LA when it came time to really hunker down and do business. So even while living in Vegas every major holiday season, I would drive down and do an LA pop-up. Bruno and I would pack our car to the max and drive later after my shift at night or super duper early the morning of the pop-up and set up for either a day or two. And on my last pop-up before my daughter was born, I made $8,000. $8,000 in two days. It was my most successful pop-up yet and Bruno and I put our all into it. I mean, just insane amount of product, so many different items we felt that people would love for the holidays and also since i was pregnant at the time and i knew already like i said i was no way going back to that toxic work environment i knew that this final pop-up had to go out with a bang and i know when you hear eight thousand dollars you might be thinking well that's not a lot or maybe depending on who you are you might be thinking shoosh that is a lot for me eight thousand dollars in two days for a little home-based chocolatier uh cha-ching cha-ching And it was so successful because I knew my audience. I had been building a customer base in LA for years and promised a final pop-up that was going to blow them away. And it did, $8,000 worth. So what was the key difference between those two experiences that happened just a couple of months apart? One audience I had been nurturing and building relationships with for years and the other, Well, I took a gamble and hoped that they would like me. I guess if you think about it, if Bruno and I had decided to stay in Vegas forever, though, um, hi, my name is Tina and I'm a Cali girl and there's no way I'd ever stand stuck in Vegas forever. (laughs) Uh, But if on the off chance that we did, then I probably wouldn't have invested so much into my first event. I would have tested it out and shoot, I would have attended several different kinds of pop-ups to get a taste from the market. I did none of this for that first Vegas event, and I lost on the gamble. Huge lost, again, but uh, lesson learned, right? So in short, if you're looking to become a successful chocolatier, you have to start mentally preparing yourself for the road ahead, because it is an uphill battle for quite a long while before you start to see any results. I think back and remember just telling friends that I'm just so dang ready to be successful already. I felt like I was giving my all. I had freaking uprooted my life a couple of times to learn from some of the best. And I was losing patience when things weren't happening as quickly as I wanted. But then, when I took a breath, 
Here's the hard part. You have to look at where you're currently at and be honest with your shortcomings. What are you not knowledgeable in? What do you need help in in order for you to truly grow? I know many entrepreneurs bootstrap and have this quote unquote, I'll figure it out as I go mindset, right? Very true, very valid. And I know that that's a great mindset to have. But if you are storming the entrepreneurial seas blindly without knowing where the lighthouse is, uh, please follow along on this metaphor with me, all right? (laughs) If you're going blindly, you're going to get tossed and turned and beaten up by every little thing like the most dangerous waves of Nazare. And if you don't know where Nazare is, it's in Portugal, by the way, it's home to 100 foot waves. If you want to be a successful entrepreneur, you need to be able to master and overcome your biggest quote unquote waves. Break them down and freaking dominate. Uh, side note, we just watched a documentary on HBO Max called 100 Foot Wave. It's all about Nazare, where Bruno is actually from. So check it out. Um, yes. So part of being a responsible business owner is taking accountability for your weaknesses and doing something about it. So you're better prepared for the stormy seas ahead. Again, whether that means you take the time to learn it yourself and research. Again, I did this for several, several years. Or if you invest in someone like a coach or mentor who's been where you are and succeeded in it. This we also did. And I'm not lying when I say it has made such a difference because the path to success became laid out a lot more clearly than when we were going blind. It required and still requires a lot of work but my energy is no longer wasted on doing the wrong things. I'm super focused on all the right things to take us to the next level. And by golly, I swear it, we're getting there, chocolate friends. Slowly, but surely. All right, well, I hope this gave you some encouragement. Again, if you're interested in the free Passion to Biz 101 workshop happening on August 8th at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, please send us a DM on the gram at Codinia Chocolate or an email to hello at codiniachocolate.com and I will get back to you shortly with the Zoom link. And seriously guys, you know that meme about, I know you're exhausted, I know you're physically and mentally tired, but you need to keep on going? I'm gonna say, I know you're exhausted, I know you're physically and mentally tired. To which I would say, take a breath, refresh, do something that makes you feel like your best self again, and then keep on going. Cheers. And that's all folks. By the way, in case we aren't friends yet, let's keep the connection going and get social on the gram. You can always reach out to us at Codinia Chocolate, where we post inspirational, drool-worthy, and informative tips on all things chocolate. And can I just say, thanks for hanging out with me today. If you felt a connection from this podcast or found it helpful, please be sure to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can keep spreading the chocolate happiness. Y'all know that that is my life mission. But really though... (laughs) via chocolate making, teaching, and now through sound. Woohoo! Have a beautiful day, and I know it's going to sound cheesy, but it is true. In case you needed a reminder, you are 100% worthy of the life that you dream, chocolate-filled or otherwise. You just have to summon up the courage to pursue it. And then you keep pursuing and grinding and working and loving it until you get there. Okie dokie! Catch you on the next one. <laughs>